Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 a.m. And now, here's Jay Garvin. Well, Merry Christmas, Colorado. Merry Christmas to you personally. I am Jay. I am your friend. You've tuned in to the Jay Garvin Show. I am Jay Garvin's. This is Subject and Talk on Home Mortgage. Also real estate, also everything local about the economy. We're talking about everything during this hour. This officially is the last show of the year, and I am extremely humbled and blessed to have spent 52 weeks with you this year, you and I together right here on KRDO. News Talk Radio, where you and I discuss the most important things in your life, finances, your budget, our local economy, our local real estate market, your personal finances, your retirement, and today, New Year's resolution. So, before I get into the uh, housekeeping for the day, I'm going to get the drum roll here, Matt, and today's show is titled... What's in a New Year's resolution? What's in a New Year's resolution? We are going to get crazy. I am going to share with you some of the craziest New Year's resolutions that I have dug up. I'm going to talk to you about some of the uh, most accurate resolutions that people take every year. What are some of the stats of success and failure on New Year's resolution. I hope that you are just enjoying the holiday with your family. I hope this last week you had a very merry Christmas, and I also hope that you have a wonderful New Year. There is a lot of exciting things happening in the New Year, and as I come into the show and the content and get into what's in a New Year's resolution, I want you to be confident to reach out and call me personally at 719-330-1457. That's my cell phone number. I am not syndicated in. If you are a first-time listener, welcome home. I'm Jay, and I'm your friend. I am not recording from Nashville, from Washington, from New York City, or Denver. I'm right here in the studios in Colorado Springs enjoying the local Christmas holiday, just like you. And one of the biggest exciting pieces of information that I am announcing here first, for the very first time, if you are tuning into the show, if you're a regular listener, the most exciting thing that's happening to me professionally in 2014 is that the Jay Garvin Show is growing, and that's because of you. More than 1,500 of you have personally reached out to me. We've had conversations mostly by phone, some by email, actually a handful or more by text now. And any way that we've connected, you and I have made a difference. You've made a difference in my life, and I pray to God that I've made a difference in your life. But in 2014, we, you and I, are going to 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on this exact same station here, KRDO News Radio, and the 8 to 9 a.m. slot where I have had an amazing relationship with you for the last two years is going to transition and grow to 11 a.m., where we're going to have a two-hour show now directly following Ken Moon around the house, and you and I are going to get to connect and talk more. So if you're a regular listener, I want to personally invite you to tune in during our new 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. time slot, and it is the most 
exciting and important news that's ever happened for me personally as it relates to the Garvin's Media Group and this station, because it's because of you that that's happened. So that's the first part of an exciting announcement. I am not going to grab onto the national media with too tight of a grip, but anybody who is anybody knows that over the last three weeks there's been a huge national debate on this show on A&E Duck Dynasty with Phil Robertson, the um, patriarch of that show, Willie and his brother Jace and uh, his crazy uncle Cy. I personally am one of the 14 million Americans a week that listen to that show. And here is what I'm going to say about this. I don't agree with what Phil Robertson said, but I honestly believe in this country we have the freedom of speech. I'm not going to go into the hypocrisies of it. But also, I know in business, we have the freedom of business choice, and A&E has their God-given right to run their company any way that they want. Thank God we still have that in this country. And if they want to suspend a uh, artist or a reality TV cast member, that's their decision. My point is, is this. 50 or 100 years ago, the majority of United States felt as a whole very similar to the words coming out of this reality star's mouth. Unscripted and very, very traditional about marriage, family, uh, what he said was not right, but I also am mentioning this in a housekeeping because as a lot of things have happened in the United States, businesses has progressed, our society has progressed, uh, individual relationships have progressed. You know, we've went from a taboo on divorce to people actually getting a divorce, and in many cases, even though it is not accepted in many religious circles, has allowed people to have an actual piece of freedom and a renewed start in their life as opposed to a lifetime of a tortured relationship. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm saying there's a lot of transition. But what I am saying is not only have people's perspective on religious beliefs and social beliefs progressed over the last two, three generations in the United States, also finances have as well. And 30 years ago, holding a 30-year mortgage was no part of the culture. People using credit cards was no part of the culture. Individuals running and living on debt was no part of the culture. People regularly spending more than they earn was not part of the culture. People having no clue of what they were buying, when they were buying it, how they were buying it, and feeling that they're entitled to buy it was not part of the culture. I grew up in the Midwest where you did not buy things unless you actually had cash in the bank. With the credit card and with instant gratification and everything financially, my only point to Duck Dynasty and the comparison and Phil Robertson, the patriarch of that family, is that not only have things changed socially and religiously in this country, they've also dramatically changed financially. And that's what you and I are going to talk about going back to what's in a New Year's resolution is what are some things that you're focusing on, that I'm focusing on, and what directions are we going in 2014. So we're going to get things started here in the segment, and I'm going to go through some really funny things. I mean, some of these New Year's resolutions that I ran into were absolutely amazing. Before I go into that list, I want to mention to you again 
I am Jay Garvin's. I'm your friend. I'm the owner of Garvin's Media Group and the host of the Jay Garvin Show, but I'm also the owner of Garvin's Mortgage Group. I also am available for you. I'm here to talk about finances. I want you to think very earnestly about what we're talking, you and I. Forget the rest of the world. Just you and I are talking about in this segment because you can make a difference in your life in 2014. Not saying that you did not in 2013, but I like New Year's resolutions and I like the end of the year because in many senses it gives you and I a chance to get a fresh start. Please don't pick 15 things and try to change the world. Try to take one small thing and commit to it, and I'm going to help you do that in 2014. I am going to share with you financially what you can make as a difference. I will give you this quote before I get into this list, is that because I own a mortgage company, I want to help you financially. There's very simple truths here. Come on, whether it's been two years, two months, or two decades since you've refinanced your house, if your mortgage is not fixed in the 4%, you better wake up. Because last year, for less than four months, we went into the 3% range, and I told you, I sat on my soapbox, and I pleaded, and I prayed for you all to call me or anybody else and get your finances readjusted because the rest of your life, you were not going to see 3% if you didn't do it last year. And guess what? I was right. 3% came and went. I have a 3.25% fixed on my mortgage. Do you? I pray to God that you do. But if you are in a 5%, if you're at a 6%, if you're at a 7% and you don't think you have the equity, you don't think you have the time, you don't think that you have the income, if you don't think you have whatever, forget about it. If you have a rate higher than 5%, put everything else out of your mind except my number. 3301457. I don't care if you refinance with me. I may talk you into just doing a streamline with your existing bank. You need to call me at 3301457. I don't care if you think there's a chance you cannot refinance. There's a 1 in 3 chance that I'm encourage you not to do it, but you will have peace of mind, but you have to call me at 3301457 because of what I'm telling you right now. If you don't get refinanced now, in the first half of 2014, you're never even going to see 4% again. 4% is going to go away. By mid-2014 and into 2015, you are going to have the chance at best to go to 5%. Now, if you look at a $120,000 loan or more and you look at a 1% reduction, you're talking $120 a month. I mean, that's crazy. That's over $1,400, almost $1,500 a year, which simply you could save $1,500 a year to bridge the gap and get rid of your fear, your procrastination, whatever it is. But that's very, very, very important. Now, I'm going to spend the show talking to you about what's in a New Year's resolution, and I want to really talk here about the fun things about people, you and I, the goofy things that we do and the things that we commit to, or at least the things we talk about. 
But before we do that, you know, 45% of all Americans make resolutions. So basically one in two of you, almost 50%. I have in the past. I'm a contrarian, so I've already started to make my resolutions and changes back in September. My company's done. Christmas parties were done well before mid-December. All of my goals, I went into training and coaching the first week of December. I've set out goals for all my individual personnel partners in my companies. So I did it then, but I encourage you to do it. Half of all Americans do it, 45%. Only 8% achieve the resolutions they set out to do. And the difference is accountability, and I am your friend. I can help you. You just plug in to me for your financial New Year's resolutions, and I guarantee that success rate will double, triple, quadruple because you have an accountability partner, and I am here for you. Is anybody else doing that? Now, here's the crazy thing. One in four people quit their resolutions within a week. 25% are DOA, dead on arrival. But before we go into the list I want to share with you, 36% of all New Year's resolutions are loosely related to weight. 33% are loosely related to money and money goals. And then 31% are loosely related to relationships. So I can't talk to you about the weight loss. I can't talk to you about the relationships I've shared with you in the past. That's not the focus. But one in three of you that sets a resolution has a money-related resolution, and I can help you with that. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. So don't go anywhere, especially right after the break. I'm going to break into some really funny resolutions. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on KRDO News Radio. You take the time to call me during the break. 719-330-1457, and let's get your financial goals started. The Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We are back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin. Well, welcome back to the Jay Garvin Show. I am Jay, your friend. This is Home Mortgage Talk. You have come down to my empire. Not striking back, but I am Southern Colorado's home mortgage Jedi, slashing through the confusion of finances, slashing through the confusion of mortgages, slashing through the complexity of your budget and your financial questions, and helping you as your Jedi through the valley of finance. So... You and I are talking about what's in a New Year's resolution. I told you some crazy stats before the break. If you're just joining me, I am Jay. I'm your friend. I'm right here local in Colorado Springs down at the studios. I also own Garvin's Mortgage Group. Uh, Many of you know, but you may be hearing for the first time that uh, I not only am a Colorado resident, I'm a Colorado resident by marriage where I married a native. I'm also a retired military member out of Fort Carson where I was down at Butts Army Airfield uh, for a good number of years and traveled in luxury around the world with the military as a uh, aircraft crew member on a Black Hawk and piloted those for medevac for years down at 571st Medical Company, part of 4-3 ACR, even before 4th ID 
came out to Fort Carson. But we're talking about what's in a New Year's resolution, and it is so funny because I'm talking about uh, there's 20 different funny New Year's resolutions. There's some crazy ones. I'm going to start out a little one about the uh, 20 funny New Year's resolutions. One of them was, and these are comments First, like, I had a New Year's resolution to stop procrastinating about my procrastination. That's a hilarious one. Here's one, and this was real. A lady was talking about how my New Year's resolution is to take a vow to never take a laxative and a sleeping pill at the same time again. Imagine the combination of that laxative and sleeping pill. I will actually laugh out loud during 2014 when I type LOL to a person I'm messaging with. That's a funny one. I will make a New Year's resolution to buy a more accurate scale. Mine keeps reading the same old numbers, and they get higher and higher. This is funny. I pledge that I will stop sending Facebook messages and emails and texts to my loved ones while they're actually in the room with me. That's a hilarious one. I will not hit reply all when intending to send a private message. How many people have done that? You send out a message worldwide when it was supposed to be private. I will continue on this crazy, funny list, but I want to get into some more funny, realistic resolutions that these are things that people actually did. A New Year's resolution that you should try that actual people have tried is to dye your hair platinum, the Gwen Stephanie blonde, or if you're a blonde, to go totally black. These are daring New Year's resolutions. Uh, here's a funny one. A resolution to get a t-shirt made and actually get embroidered on the front of a big cheese or the chosen one and then having the nerve to wear it into your office. So I don't know what that does for humble behavior, but here's another one which is really weird. Get intimate on the roof and there are people who had New Year's resolutions to actually be member of the Mile High Club. Interesting but weird. This is one. Try your your best to get your photo on peopleofwalmart.com. Have you guys ever seen that? Go out to peopleofwalmart.com and it is just crazy the Americans that you see walk into a Walmart. Here's another one. Now this is a really important one. Crazy. It's under the crazy list but it's almost sad. Is here. Watch this one. And if you need to call me at 3301457 to get a copy of these I will help you, or you can go on to my websites, uh, GarvinsMortgageGroup.com, JGarvins.com. Just put your information in and click send. But clear your schedule and in, spend an entire day with your child in 2014. Let them choose the food. Let them choose the places, all within reason and budget, of course. And it says if you don't have a child, take your dog. If you don't have a dog, take your cat. If you don't have a cat... For the love of God, get one. But just to take your child or your spouse, your significant other, your friend, and take the whole day off for them and do what they want, eat what they want, spend time at the places they want, and really build a deeper relation. So I'll come back to that. There are crazy resolutions. I'm going to give you the actual top 10 resolutions here in a second, but I want to talk to you about finances because when I give you the top 10 list, number seven on the all-time list is to save money. 
And that's what I want to talk to you about, that I'm here to talk to you about finances. And I have a mentor. I have a coach. And let's think about it. If you look at any professional athlete, if you look at any college athlete, if you look at any gifted child academically, if you look at any individual like the Michael Dells of the world, the Steve, the late Steve Jobs of the world, every single one of these individuals, I will tell you, they have a mentor and a coach. And financially, that's what I want to talk to you about today. I told you last week, as I will say over and over again, I have people who call in all the time. And in this case, it was Beth that said, Jay, I'm ready to draw a line in the sand. And in 2014, my New Year's resolution is to buy a house. I'm in my early 40s, and I haven't done it, and I want to draw a line in the sand. And whatever your financial New Year's resolution is, I implore you to reach out to me, and I will be your accountability partner. Is anybody else offering that? I want to be there for you, not for me, for you, so you can make a difference. I don't even care if it involves me, but you've got to make a move. If you don't have that passion and that energy to make a change, then I'm just telling you that you are not taking full advantage of the beauty of America of being in the freest country in the world. Because here's something to think about. How does it feel about being in the freest country in the world and being a slave to your debt, being a slave to your boss, being a slave to everything you have around you? Because a lot of people say, oh, we're in the freest country in the world, but let's just look at your car. If you finance your car, you're not free. We are just fortunate that the bank allows you to take their possession home at night. Imagine if the bank made you park their asset, your car, in their parking lot every night. That's not freedom. If you can't take more than two weeks off a year, I'm sorry, that's not freedom. I'm not saying it's good or bad. But if you're a slave to the almighty dollar, you're going to be a slave to your boss. You're going to be slave to the finance companies. You're going to be slave to everything put around you, and that's going to bring stress and misery. And I don't want that for you. If you don't know what it's like to have a 1000 or 5000 or $10,000 in the bank or in cash, then call me, and I will help you achieve that goal. The median for me to accomplish that, of course, is finance. It is through mortgage. It's through eliminating your debt. It's through owning your house outright. It's through preparing yourself for retirement. As I mentioned in the previous segment, loosely one-third of all resolutions are regarding your health and your weight. One-third are regarding your relationships. And 33%, almost exactly one-third, are regarding your money, and that's where I want to help you with. Now, in 2014, it's so exciting because you and I are going to be able to get to spend more time. I am transitioning from this 8 to 9 spot over on KRDO. If you're listening on a replay Saturday afternoon or Sunday, I think it's awesome. I've had a request and demand to reach out. We rebroadcast these shows, but my live segment, my flagship station at KRDO News Radio and flagship time has always been 8 to 9 a.m. for more than two years now. We are moving to 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and I'm very, very excited. So, in saying all of that, you call me, 330-1457, if you've got a resolution to buy a house. You call me at 330-1457 if you're a veteran or an active duty service member and you haven't utilized your VA yet. You 
and I will have a talk if you're a military member about coveting that VA eligibility. That's like the GI Bill. You're the last individual American, the last patriot to get to buy a house with no money down, and now is the time to do it because houses are still extremely affordable. Interest rates are still in the mid to low fours in the 3% if you do a 15-year mortgage or less, but they're very, very affordable. So I'm going to run through arts and entertainment. Here's the most common Top 10 New Year's resolutions. A drum roll here, Matt. Number one, of course, is to eat more healthily or exercise regularly. That's the number one New Year's resolution in the world. And that's your health, as it should be my health. Number two, interestingly enough, because many of us don't even drink, number two across the board, to drink less. Now, I assume that's not water. It's alcohol. That's a good goal, but many of us don't even have that. And now here's something that's very interesting. Number three is a general term and incorporates a lot. It's learning something new. Learning something new is the third overall New Year's resolution, and that's doing something different, picking up a new interest, picking up a new hobby, picking up a new instrument, picking up a new habit, picking up a new activity. A Number four is quit smoking. That's close to number two, drinking. Number five is interesting, work better with a work-life balance. So number five is to get a better personal life and work balance. So many of us are overworked and underpaid, but to get a balance in your life that way is very, very important. Number six, I'm very proud of as we have the most philanthropic focused country and people in the world, and that is to volunteer more, volunteer more of your time. Uh, Number seven, here's the big one, save more money and be more responsible with your money. Number eight is to get more organized. Amen to that one. Number nine, which I'm going to hit at here later in the show, is I've got a small example in a box sitting before me right here in the studio of the top 20 books that I've read during the year, so don't go anywhere. These are things, any part of this list or the books or parts of my show that you want, you call me at 330-1457. If I personally or one of my partners can help you through some of the information for the show, you can also go to jgarvins.com and go into the archives of the radio show. They're all listed right on my website and on KRDO's site, my flagship station. Uh, But reading more is a huge one. Because personal mentorship and personal growth comes through reading. And then the final in the top ten is finish an unfinished project, uh, finish a to-do list project at the house, finish a around-the-house project. That's why it's pretty interesting. That's why you tune into Ken Moon around the house to get those projects taken care of. But of the top ten, learning something new, having a better work-life balance, saving money, getting more organized, and reading more, over five of the top ten And this is just for one source, but over five of the top ten resolutions I want to speak with you about today because they involve finances, and they involve organization, and they involve changing and doing something new, and they involve reading more. And you don't only have to read more. You can go ahead as I'm reading through these lists of different resolutions. You can listen more if it's an audio. You can listen more if you uh, listen to my archive shows or just plan, hey, 2014 is going to be the year where you tune in to the Jay Garvin Show with my new time coming. Look for the information on the buses around town and the bus shelters 
as you and I grow together and this show grows, just commit to tune in. Just commit to uh, listen to live stream of my show on the Internet from home or to listen to an archive show, to listen to a self-improvement tape in the uh, car, to listen to and watch a uh, self-improvement video or actually to get a coach or go to a self-improvement or a coaching or a improvement seminar. That's very, very, very important. And getting more organized, of course, all of those are different items financially that you and I are talking about as we speak today. But now I want to jump back to some more crazy resolutions here, crazy resolutions before we uh, finish up this segment as it runs away from us the last couple minutes here some more crazy resolutions here's one that's interesting is an individual saying that uh, I will not pretend to be at the checkout stand and next to be checked out and in a phone conversation that I want to end now basically some of this stuff is really stupid but individuals that are in checkout stands, that are talking, are going to the checkout clerk, and are spending money, and this and that, and at the same time aren't paying attention but carrying on with a phone conversation is just silly and disrespectful. Here's a funny one. I'll stop blaming the dryer for the fact that my clothes no longer fit. That's a good one. I mean, come on. Your clothes can't shrink that much if the fly on your pants doesn't close. I will stop hitting the like button just because I like the person who posted the message, but not the message itself. I will not sit and stare at my computer screen all day. Instead, I'll make it a point to stand up, stare at the screen for at least 30 minutes, and walk into the other room. Another one was is that I will make a New Year's resolution not to sit at my kitchen table in my pajamas all day in front of my computer screen. Instead, I'll get up and carry it into the bedroom. <laughs> and if you've got a funny resolution, just give me a call at 3301457. I want to say uh, how much I've enjoyed the time with you. So many of you, the listeners, are out driving the trucks, are out doing the postal routes, are going to work from Pueblo to Pueblo to Castle Rock, from Castle Rock, out as electricians, out as bus drivers, out as truck drivers, out as delivery men. For the last two and a half years, you and I have spent 8 to 9 a.m. together. I encourage you to come to my new show time. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Uh, we're going to continue into the New Year's with some replay. But by the end of January, we are going to totally be on to 11 to 1 p.m. And, and there is going to be a media and a radio explosion when we go to that time. So I invite you to come over. Stick with me, as you and I discuss more, we get into the meat of the matter with what's in a New Year's resolution, crazy and realistic. Stay with me. I'm Jay, the host of The Jay Garvin Show, right here on Cardio News Radio.
The Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We are back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin. Thanks for staying tuned in to KRDO News Radio. I am Jay Garvin's. I am your host of the Jay Garvin Show. The last show of the year here, the last Saturday of 2013, you and I have been sharing a dialogue on what's in a New Year's resolution, both serious and crazy and funny. We've been talking about New Year's resolutions. I want you to reach out to me at 330-1457 if you've got a question about your mortgage. If your mortgage is not fixed in the 4% rate, if you are saying, Jay, this is the year, man, I finally looked at my bills over Christmas, and I need to do some credit card consolidation. If you're afraid of doing that because you're just going to run your credit cards up again, call me immediately at 330-1457. As part of the consultation and the refinance process if we do a cash refinance with you a hundred percent of the time on request we give you a complimentary meeting one two or three sessions with a uh, paid bookkeeper that will go through your bills and your debt and ensure that once you consolidate you will not go back to a debt ridden life I want to let you know right now that if you wanted to refinance in 2013 and you could not because there was not enough equity in your house, if your house is $285,000 or less, there was absolutely a 7 to 14% appreciation in your house. Now let's talk about that real quick before we go back to the show title on what's in a New Year's resolution. Let's you and I look at that and see what that means. If you've got a house that in this last year or the year before you thought it was about 225000 but now you've got the same house and through 2012 and through 2013 you haven't really thought about it because you didn't think you had the equity that house that was $225,000 is as much as $258,000 in value right now if you had a $275,000 house and it started to go flat and backwards now this year that house is is worth as much as $316,000. If you had a $175,000 house and you had no idea how much it appreciated this last year, on average, that $175,000 house is already worth $192,000 again. I'm not encouraging you to just automatically do a home improvement loan or a debt consolidation loan. I'm telling you that this should be one of the years that you eliminate your debt, and this is one of the tools that I have. You can go and get a second job, but how's your week and your schedule looking already? So these are important things for you and I to talk about. I mean, if you're older and you're in your golden years and you're like, Jay, you know, our retirement is really tight on a month-to-month basis, and I see people talking about reverse mortgages, but I don't have anybody to have a real dialogue with, give me a call. I can give you an archived show, and you and I can sit down and tell you what's in the ins and outs and how you can give relief on your retirement monthly budget by looking into and considering a reverse mortgage. That FHA product has changed dramatically. For the love of God, if you have not refinanced and streamlined your FHA loan or your VA loan, please, 330 you reach out. Now, 
Going back to our subject, into the hump segment here, you and I spoke about some of the most important New Year's resolutions. This came from Arts and Entertainment. New Year's resolutions, number one, involves your health with eat more healthy and exercise. Number two is to drink less. Number three is to learn something new. These are some of the top resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Number four is to quit smoking. Number five is to get a better work-life balance. Number six is a volunteer some of your time. Number seven is a huge one for you and I. Save money and be financially responsible. Eight is get organized. Nine is read more. And ten is finish projects around the house. More than five out of ten of those you and I can address today and are loosely self-improvement and financially related. Let me share with you. Get a list here. I'm going to share with you some of the uh, books that I read this year, and there's many more than that, but these are some of the big ones. Um, right now, telling you, uh, I read a book called The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. Wow. This is huge. You should go out and get a copy of that book. There's also another book called The Noticer by Andy Andrews. I got a chance to meet him personally this year. Uh, Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership book. If you run a business or you're a branch manager or you're, you're in charge of a plant or if you're in charge of a call center or anything like that, you're a manager, you're a leader, you're an owner, getting Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership is just huge. Another one, No Easy Day, a um, book by Mark Owen, the first-hand account of the mission that killed Osama bin Laden. I, I read that book this year. Fearless, this is a great one, by Eric Blem, Fearless, which is absolutely amazing. It's about a, uh, a seal. It's an amazing book. It's a military book. The best book I ever read in my lifetime with more than 150 books read. It's the longest book too. The Titan, which is about John D. Rockefeller by Ron Chernow. Chernow, however you pronounce that. I also read Lombardi, A Dynasty Remembered. That was a great one. I read a great book by uh, Farrah Gray. And Fran Harris, it's called Realionaire. It's the way of how a, uh, a minority, an African-American kid growing up on the south side of Chicago in the uh, welfare projects grew up to become a millionaire before he was 17 years old. I also read a two, actually three, but two of them this year, Bill Riley's book, The Killing Kennedy and then uh, Killing Jesus. Here's a huge one, The Generosity Factor by uh, Blanchard and Truett Cathy. Another one, Harry Dent is a huge guy that I read, uh, The Roaring 2000s, I read. All of these are great books, and if you want to improve your life this year, just read. Grab a book, put it down if it's boring, and grab one that just grabs your interest. But that's very, very, very important. Now, what I want to do here in the hump segment, the third segment, first of all, is to... Contact me at 3301457. I can tell you any of those books and any of the lists that I have during the show. But here, I want to touch before we get into the power segment about 10 good habits of financially stable people and 10 habits of individuals who are financially irresponsible. I'm going to read through this. Here is first financial irresponsibility. If you shop with a credit card with no budget and no receipts, you just might be financially irresponsible. If you have no earthly clue of what your spending habits are and no budget, you just might be financially irresponsible. If you invest in some type of whole life variable or investment 
strategy and you are still riddled with credit card debt where your investments are earning 10% and your credit cards are charging you 20 to 30%, it's an irresponsible act. If you buy crap that you don't need and it lies around the house, that's just financial irresponsibility and you got to filter yourself from the marketing and the instant gratification society and it's financially irresponsible. If you finance a new vehicle off the lot and you don't have at least a million dollars in assets, that might be financial irresponsibility, especially if you've got a good paid-for car at home because that's the most depreciating asset that you'll ever buy. If you spend all your money from an individual raise or promotion, you just might be financially irresponsible because you've got to start putting your money away. If you constantly eat out and you can't afford it, and better yet, it goes onto a credit card, that's financial irresponsibility. If you take vacations on a credit card instead of paying cash like going camping or staying local, that might be financially irresponsibility. If you purchase a brand new home, for the very first time, and you don't understand that you're going to put 20% of cash or credit card savings into that card in the first 12 months, that might be financial irresponsibility. Now, and if you have rented your entire life, that just might be one of the top 10 habits of irresponsible people financially. So, I don't want to tick you off. You can call me if you've got a comment at 3301457, but stick around because during the power segment, I'm going to share with you what some of the top 10 financially responsible people are doing. And let's see if you're one of them. I'll be back right after the break. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. The Jay Garvin Show Home Mortgage Talk here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM and 1240 AM. We are back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin. The power segment, you and I spending the last hour together in 2013, Saturday after Christmas. Hope you're enjoying your presence. Don't be ashamed that the top button in your pants is not buttoned, that your pants aren't fitting. This this is the holidays. Just relax. Don't feel ashamed that you ate that extra cookie. Don't be ashamed that you ate that extra piece of turkey. This is America, and we are the land of the plenty. We're the most giving country in the world. You are the most giving listeners that I've ever had in the world. Know that I am super excited about the explosion that's going to happen of our new showtime in 2014. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The Jay Garvin Show is growing and going to a later time in the day on Saturday. So, you and I, I've been talking about what's in a New Year's resolution all day. That's the name of the show. We've talked about crazy resolutions. We've talked about actual resolutions. If you want to hear any portion of this segment at all, ba-bam! 
Bam! Just go to my archives at jgarvins.com, get a hold of it. I am going to get into what we've been waiting for here in the power segment of the top 10 habits of financially stable people. I went through some of the crazy, unfinancial, stable... Uh, how is that for grammatically incorrect as I upset many of the listeners? Some of you don't listen anymore because I don't speak grammatically correct. I thank my mom for that. I'm kidding. She's an English teacher, and she cringed her whole life about my J-isms the way I talk. But let me try to say that one more time. We talked about some of the top ten most irresponsible financial decisions people make. And now I want to spend time in the power segment of the ten good habits of financially stable people. Number one, make your savings automatic. That is number one. Make your savings automatic. You have to save money if you're ever going to have a stress-free retirement. Now, retirement doesn't mean, in my mind, that you're not working anymore. For me, the definition of retirement, because retirement can come as early as 20, 30, or 40, or 50. For me, retirement means that you financially no longer have to worry about your lifestyle or the lifestyle of those you love and have the responsibility for. I expect to work the rest of my life just like my father did by my own choosing. But my father was financially independent by 50 years old. Now, he worked in city government and city council and in Rotary and on the board of uh, corporations all the way till he was 75 when he passed away, where people like, oh, your father passed away so immaturely. He did not pass away early. He had 25 years of blessed retirement where he did what he wanted when he wanted with no regard to financial stress that is what makes you and i free in the united states of america and making your savings automatic i'm going to touch on this again this is a huge statistic let's look at the fact that it doesn't matter whether you're 25 35 or 45 if you simply take a hundred dollars a month at an average of a 12 percent return in the next 40 years, just on that $100 a month alone, with an average of 12% return, I don't care if you save from the time that you're 25 to 65. I'm going to live to 115 or more, so I don't care if I have to save until I'm 75 or 85. That's still 30 or more years left in my life. If you save and you're 35 and you save till you're 75, or if you're 45 and you save till you're 85, it doesn't matter. Or you're 55 and you save till you're 95, you're going to have $1.1 million. Now, that's a lot of money. $1,176,000 you will save if you just put aside $100 and start to save it over the next 20, 30, and 40 years. Now, number two, good habit of a financially stable person is you control your impulse spending. You control your impulse spending. That went into the New Year's resolution and the bad list of people just buying crap. And it's tough. It's around Christmas time. I'm not judging you, but just be honest with yourself just for a second. And look at yourself in the mirror, look at your spouse, and see how much crap you just received for Christmas. Now, here's a huge one. Number three, financially responsible people evaluate their expenses. Now, I know my wife and I spend $300 a month on gas. We know that we spend $650 a month on groceries. Now, I'm going to come back to this one, but you've got to know what you spend. If you don't, don't hate yourself 
and certainly don't hate the hater. Don't push me under the bus, man. I already got that campaign going around. Come on, I'm that wet dog in the backyard. Don't lock me out. Let me in. Don't hate the hater. I'm just telling you the truth. But number four, you've got to invest in your future. Man, I need some back to the future music. You know what I mean? Evaluate your expenses. I like this one. Control your impulses. One of those reminded me of uh, a movie, but I'm not going to go there. Squirrel, back on screen. Number five, keep your family secure. Financially responsible people keep their family secure. Now, what does that mean? There's radio shows like Dave Ramsey that says keep $1,000 of an emergency fund. I have 10 months, almost a year, in cash reserves of my entire lifestyle budget in a bank used for nothing more than emergencies. If I am unable to work for the next 10 months, almost 12 months, I can continue my lifestyle. I don't say that arrogantly. I say that because I have people that have mentored me to say, Jay, keep your family financially secure. Number six, eliminate and avoid all of your debt. Please do not start these crazy plans of investing while you still have debt. Get rid of your financial planner if he's having you invest in money, if he hasn't looked at your credit and asked you if you've eliminated all your debt first. That is an irresponsible professional. And you call me at 330-1457 if you've got question about that. Number seven, and this goes back to knowing your budget. A financially responsible person with a good habit uses an envelope system. I make six figures a year and my family still takes $650 a month in cash, puts it in an envelope, and that's what we spend on food and eating out. If we save money, then we can eat out. If we don't save money, then we don't eat out. Number eight, pay your bills immediately, and some people even say pay them automatically. My wife's opposed to that, but pay your bills immediately or they'll get up on you. Number nine, before we leave here, read more about personal finances. Or if you can't, listen here. Get an audio tape. I shared some of the books that I have, but read more about personal finances. And finally, look to grow your net worth. People that are financially stable look to grow their net worth. I told you $100 a month over the next 40 years is going to give you $1,176,000 towards your retirement. So, please know that I love you. I don't judge you. I share this with you because I want you to move forward. Go grow and prosper in 2014. Be alarmed and be alert and pay attention to the fact that we're going to have an explosive transition in this radio show, Jay Garvin's 2014. And tell somebody during this Christmas celebration break between New Year's that you love them and look them square in the eyes and tell them how much you mean to them. And if you have not found your passion in life like I have found in the radio with you, get down on your knees, pray to God that he would deliver that message to you of what you're meant to do because I love you I've appreciated your listenership this year and remember 2014 is going to be our big explosive transition on the Jay Garvin show have a happy new year I'll talk to you in 2014 the preceding program is a paid program on KRDO News Radio the opinions and views expressed don't necessarily represent the views and opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio, 
105.5 FM and 1240 AM. Yeah. So listen, dear.